This week on Work Upgraded, I want to talk to you about seven hard conversations that you absolutely must have if you want to lead a high-performing team. The first of these conversations is probably the one that I see leaders doing the least often, and it kind of amazes me because it's one of the most essential conversations to safeguard your culture. And this is the conversation when a particular team member is no longer the right fit for a team. Maybe that's because they messed up so many times that you realise they really aren't trying to be what you need them to be on the team. Maybe it's that you've uncovered there's a significant values misalignment and they no longer sort of fit in with the values that you're striving to have on your team. Or maybe it's just because they've outgrown their current role and there's no opportunity for them to move into another role with your team. Some of those reasons are more negative than others, but whatever the reason is, it seems like this conversation about it being time to part ways with one of your team members is one of the hardest conversations but it's so incredibly essential because it can have huge impacts on your culture because the longer somebody stays in your team when they don't belong, the harder it is for every other team member because they usually pick up the slack somewhere. So even if it's not a performance issue, they'll be picking up the slack on culture, walking on eggshells around this person, walking on eggshells around you because they don't want to talk about why this person needs to go. So that's the first conversation. The next conversation's maybe a little bit related, and that's when somebody on your team makes a mistake. Now, you want, might want to be a kind leader and somebody who develops others, somebody who fosters a culture of failing fast and therefore learning fast. However, if you don't actually acknowledge and talk about the mistakes that are made on the team, none of that learning happens. So a culture of failing fast isn't about ignoring the failures, but it's actually about recognising them, figuring out what we can learn from that situation, and then moving on. And that's why conversations about mistakes and failures on your team are actually essential to making a safe-to-fail environment. The third conversation is when somebody on your team is seeking a promotion into a leadership role or a higher level within your team, but you don't believe they are actually truly ready for it. Now, when this person's a really high performer or they bring an essential cultural element to your team or have really high value to your team for another reason, it can be very tempting to just keep moving them up the ranks. Maybe they bring in a lot of revenue. Maybe they are the ones that sort of feel like the glue that sticks the team together. But unless those skills and qualities are actually demonstrating the key leadership skills and qualities that you need in your team, don't put that person in a leadership role just for the sake of it. So you need to be able to have that conversation with that person to unpack for them what exactly they need to be able to do to demonstrate their readiness for that next step. And if you don't do that, either you'll end up promoting somebody who isn't right for leadership and damaging your leadership team, or you end up keeping someone at a level they don't believe they belong at anymore and you'll leave them pretty confused and dissatisfied. On to conversation number four, and this is where someone or multiple people within your team have a significant misalignment of values. So again, when people are really high performers but maybe they don't uphold the culture or the values that you're trying to create on your team or that are important to the psychological safety of your team, can be tempting to just let them get away with murder, as it were. 
because you want to keep their expertise and their skills in your team. However, what you unwittingly do by allowing that situation to continue is you completely damage the psychological safety on your team, which actually makes it impossible for the entire team to bring their expertise to the table. And you kind of end up in this situation where your team is kind of riding on this lone wolf who doesn't want to be a part of the team but has the skills that your team wants. I'm sure you've heard that idea that you hire for culture and train for skills. And while I don't think that's always 100% true, I do think if you're in that position of having to trade off culture and skills, you should err on the side of culture and values alignment. The fifth hard conversation is when a cool project is outside of the strategic decisions that you've made for your team, or how I've written it, when something cool is unstrategic. Now, it can be really tempting to just jump on any opportunity, and sometimes it's because it's cool, sometimes it's because otherwise you might not be busy enough, other times it might be because someone important asks you to do, do it. But when these projects come into the team and they're outside of the strategic decisions that you've already set for yourselves, you just blur your strategic focus and dilute the power that your team otherwise might be able to have. And this can be hard enough when it's an outside force suggesting that you should do something that's outside of your strategy, but it's even harder when it's the people within your team want, who want to work on this cool project, but it actually takes away from the strategic decision you've made. But you need to have those hard conversations, otherwise you'll lose your strategic focus and you won't be able to achieve the objectives you set out to achieve in that year or that quarter. Uh, number six and seven are less about your team members and more about yourself. I didn't put them last because they're the least important. Maybe I was actually saving the most important for last. So hard conversation number six is actually when you make a mistake. And if you're going to have hard conversation number two about when your team members make mistakes, you better be prepared to have conversation number six, which is when you make a mistake. This is really important because it... Um, sets you up as an authentic leader and demonstrates that you're willing to get as good as you give in terms of feedback. And it's also absolutely essential to learning within your team as well, because your team can learn from the mistakes that you make as well as the mistakes that they make. It also fosters a sense of psychological safety because when the leader is able to dissect their mistakes, be honest about them, not try and make up a story about how maybe they were right in it and it's somebody else's fault that things went wrong, it creates a, a safer space for other people to do the same thing and that's when you create a truly safe to fail environment. And conversation number seven is probably pretty pertinent given the, the season we're coming out of, hopefully, fingers crossed, with the pandemic, and that is being transparent and open when things are a little bit tough. Now, this does take a bit of a balance because you don't want to unnecessarily freak out your team members or make them feel like things are heading for disaster and there's nothing we can do. But it really does help to be transparent when everything isn't quite going to plan or external forces are exerting a lot of pressure on your team or your organisation. And there's a number of reasons. It sets you up as a transparent leader, which is also really valuable to psychological safety. It also enables the team to band together around the shared challenge that you're facing. And nothing bonds a team together like a shared enemy, even if that enemy is the circumstances that you're in. 
So those are the seven hard conversations that I believe are completely essential and totally unavoidable if you're trying to create a high-performing team. I'll just recap them for you. So number one, when someone on the team needs to move on. Number two, when someone on the team makes a mistake. Number three, when someone on the team is trying for a promotion but isn't truly ready yet. Number four, when members of your team have a misaligned set of values. Uh, number five, when a cool project is unstrategic for you. Number six, when you as the leader make a mistake. And number seven, when times are tough. Thanks for tuning in to Work Upgraded this week. You can find me on social media. I am uh, Wizard Innovation Labs on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Over on Twitter, we are Wizard Team Labs. And if you check out any of them, you can download a new report that covers the nine essential skills that I believe will be critical in the future of work. Thanks for joining me and keep upgrading work.